there was always just a little void that I could never fill and I would jump job to job. I'm all for people going after their dreams, like work towards it, chip away at it. You'll eventually get there. And yes, you might have to deviate, you might have to switch around and try to find what matters to you most, but it's just about going back to what you truly love and want to do in life because life's so short. I've never aimed to be the smartest person in the room. Any resource or knowledge or tip or, you know, anything that I can use or learn or leverage, like for me that's amazing because if you're not learning, you can't progress and you can't totally. really develop in yourself, your business, your work environment, your relationship, your career, relationship everything. everything. Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy and fulfilment along the way. Hello, beautiful people. Already got another dose of yay for you. They're coming in hot at the moment. Today's guest is possibly the only other person who talks as fast as I like to talk, so don't worry about popping this chat on double speed. Priscilla Hagiantoni is the founder of hugely successful business Bang & Body, known for its hero debut product, Yellow Tube of Goodness, but with several more exciting launches on the way. It's one of those lovely full circle situations where I'd been stoked to read interviews with her where she named Seize the Yay as one of her favourite podcasts, and then months later we sat down to record her very own episode. In another wonderfully non-linear example of Wait TA, Priscilla worked in hair and beauty, high-end accounting, and then business management before her business idea was even on the horizon, but has taken to business like she's never known anything else. Bang & Body exploded onto the scene, closing a gap in the market for skincare for those with acne-prone, inflamed, or otherwise troubled skin, and the results have been outstanding. This was recorded a few weeks ago before we got married, so excuse the time-specific giggles about getting married in a few weeks' time. Hope you enjoy this little ray of sunshine. Oh my gosh, so exciting. Oh. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. It's so lovely to have you. This, guys, is just a full circle of <laughs> being in touch when you started at the very, very beginning. And then I read an article recently when you were being interviewed that your fa- one of your favourite podcasts is this podcast and 100%. now you're on it. <laughs> I'm seriously fangirling right now because it's just been like a dream. I listen to you in the car every day. Oh my um, it kickstarts my day and it's just, yeah, you're amazing. So thank oh. you for having me. Oh, Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> so before we get into your way TA, because it's yes. an amazing story, Thank as you, you know, the first question is always what the most down-to-earth thing is about you. And we actually, you've given me a sneak peek into this yes. one. <laughs> but can you share it with the audience? Definitely. So I think with me, it's what you see is what you get. Um, I don't have a big social profile on myself. I do have it for Bang & Body, mm-hmm. um, which I do predominantly like to share more so for the customers and it's a platform for them but I really do like taking time away from my phone when I can so when I go to dinners or events like the phone stays in the bag and I just try to enjoy myself with the people that I'm with um, and give them my whole 
self because otherwise I feel like my phone's always buzzing or there's an email <laughs> I've got to get to. Or, so that's probably the main thing. And then also I was, I was actually chatting to Jessie, <laughs> my VR girl. Jessie's in the room. Jessie's in the room. Hey, Jessie. Um, <laughs> love shout car, out to Jessie. <laughs> on the car way here to say that I actually really love colouring in <gasps> and no one knows that really about me. That's amazing. Except my little cousin who I do. Oh, my gosh. See, that's play to you. That's oh, the best. You like jump to the end oh, already. Yeah. Interview over. <laughs> Um, I just find it so satisfying and just oh, calming. So it is really calming. Yeah, it's like that's a there's a reason why there's so many like meditative coloring books. Yeah, and I need to get some because I'm always stealing my ten year old cousin's books every time I go over there. I'm like, <laughs> Where's your coloring books? Let's color. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> I, I yeah. think it's so, one of those things that just brings back the inner child. You're fully focused on the colouring and getting in the lines and you can't think about anything else. It's so good for your brain. Oh, it's amazing. It's the best form of therapy. (laughs) And a lot cheaper. And a lot lot cheaper. (laughs) Yep. All right. So the first segment is your way, TA, which is the story of how you got to where you are. And for Mm -hmm. you, it's absolutely (laughs) incredible. Looking at Bang & Body now, you would think it had been around for so long. But it's actually so new. Yes. So before we get there, I want to take you all the way back to young Priscilla Mm -hmm. and what you thought you be when you were a kid because I think that's kind of you know it takes so long for any of us to figure out what we want to do there's so many like diversions and you know you go off the track and then you're back on and you don't know what the track is but if you look back to what you used to do when you were a child I think that often helps inform what you're going to ultimately do so what were you like as a kid well I have a twin sister Yes. yes, and another sister. And a, and a younger sister as well. Yes. So, yeah, childhood was really fun. Like, I guess, well, having three girls, it was also challenging when they would come and steal your clothes and <laughs> before you could even wear it. And you're like, where is that top I just bought? And then you see your sister wearing it and you're like, oh, well, there it is. At least it's not lost. <laughs> <laughs> and at least I know it looks good on me. <laughs> it looks good on her. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, like born and raised in Melbourne, pretty normal family and upbringing. Um, Mum was a workaholic. She had her own businesses in hair and beauty Mm -hmm. um, with my auntie. I always really looked up to her as a, you know, super mum and just someone that I aspired to be like because she did work so hard every day and somewhat still had a balance. Like we still had a childhood and, yeah, she was like my role model. So I guess from there, um, I think business and entrepreneurship or creativity, I was a really creative kid, Um, did all the art subjects at school, um, you know, I wasn't super, super academic. Like I was, I guess, okay. I passed through, but I would always choose the creative aspects and maybe even the sport aspects over, you know, maths or oh, English, which was, um, yeah, quite it's different. St. Helena and Saint, Eltham College. Yes. So transferred from St. Helena to Eltham College for VCE. Okay. And then went to uni and studied like a business. Um, it was kind of like a two- course it was like business management but also had a fashion textile aspect to it oh wow which not many people also know um that I actually have that background too so I always loved clothes and dressing up I think it came from my auntie because she was very different from my mum my mum was quite conservative and corporate and you know, looked beautiful all the time, but just was no, there was no edginess to it. Where my auntie was the edgy one. She would push <laughs> boundaries, wear mixed prints. Um, and she kind of flared that excitement in me and my twin sister because she lived in Fitzroy. So she would take us to, on a Saturday morning, we would go have brekkie and then we'd go to this little boutique that was in the street and she would buy us, you know, a top or a dress each. And we would oh, love an that. I know. And <laughs> we would just be in our element. So I think that's when it sparked the interest of fashion. And I thought I would always probably be 
in fashion or something to do with that. Like stylist always kind of popped up. But again, I didn't really know 100% what I really wanted to do. And I think that kind of also freaked me out a bit. So I was just like, <laughs> study, study, study. <laughs> um, not even being really particular in, in what I was studying. But so yeah, so I did the the associate degree there and then... What's an associate degree? Just so quickly, because I read that. So it's in between a diploma like, and a actual degree okay it's like like one subject short of a degree okay I'm pretty sure it's like a mix yeah it's like you do your degree subjects but then also there's diploma aspects through it okay so it's kind of practical yeah it's like hands-on practical and then theory because it also had like visual merchandising elements so you're really hands-on at times which was pretty fun but then that wasn't enough and then I did my diploma in project management and (laughs) And the social media marketing and social media marketing and human resource management well for me I love people so I thought human resource would be really good just to get an understanding more so of people in business and people in the workplace and love that side of things and then with the project side it was really good to have a timeline from conceptualizing something to a delivery and I really love that so yeah kind of everything I've studied has helped me birth (laughs) bang and body (laughs) which ultimately I have been obsessed with for the two and a half years that I've you know work been working on bang and body um and I think this is truly what I was always meant to do like my mum when I was young what do I say oh Priscilla you need to be in beauty or create a product like you're so talented and creative and you know she has knowledge in the beauty space and she's like I just see that for you I was like, oh, okay, yes, mum, like whatever. Like I just wasn't at the, when you're younger, you don't. You have no idea Yeah, you about don't really careers. think about careers. Totally. And then I suffered um, quite badly with my skin through my teen years and it was more under the skin. So they were quite like cystic and mm. really painful. Mm. So it took a lot to get to the surface and ultimately clear them. So with mum's and her help, and she was really the pioneer in natural beauty as well. Like she was all about organic and natural and back in that time it wasn't really well trendy. known or trendy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so that kind of really made me excited about that aspect of things. But the thing that really didn't excite me was I would have to do like 10 or 15 steps of a beauty routine to try heal the, the concerns that I had on my skin or under mm. my skin. That did cause a lot of self-confidence issues and all that kind of stuff so that and then I eventually treated it and it was fine got on with my years but then it flared up again in my early 20s and that's kind of when I really was like there's got to be something else like I have to find a solution nothing was working I was getting frustrated spending so much money on product um, that claimed to do so much and did really little so yeah so it was a really challenging time but I think that really kind of just accentuated the love that I had for beauty and you know the fondest memories I had with mum and, you know, her treating clients, you know, in the salon and me just watching how all the women left feeling so happy and beautiful and revised. Mm. So, you know, it was just amazing. And I guess that was something that I could really put into more of a, if anything, a millennial side. There, There wasn't really anything that was going on in the space that was targeted towards younger or, you know, time poor women or, you know, mums like that just don't have a lot of time or necessarily money that they could just splurge on beauty routines left right and center and yeah that kind of was just the start of it'll happen so cool (laughs) I think it's beautiful you know reading back your story and just seeing how much your mum and your auntie really influenced that whole passion for beauty and their encouragement of an entrepreneurial kind of pathway as well because I think it's interesting that a lot of people who don't who aren't around family businesses, I think, find it very foreign and very scary and think that there's, you know, a certain amount of jobs that you have to do. But I love that from very early your mum was like, 
you know, follow your dreams. Oh, she's all about that. I was really, really lucky that mum was always, and this is the thing, the difference between my mum and my auntie, um, mum was always like the really big dreamer. She just was like, you want something? find a way to go get it like you you go you can follow your dreams there's no right or wrong like you have to do this you have to do that like you can just do what makes you happy and and go for it where my auntie was always more business uh, more um worker be minded so she was always like just get a good job and you know don't take risk and love what you do but just quiet it like rein it in a little bit like no stress (laughs) where mum was always the risk taker you know there's always stress and and for me I think that's that's where I got like my, you know, creative and entrepreneurial spirit from is my mum because every job that I've ever had that I've loved and put my whole self into and my work ethic is so strong and I really value anybody that gave me an opportunity and I wanted to give my whole self to them and Mm. show what I could do. There was always just a little void that I could never fill and I would jump job to job you know, in the corporate space. So I actually moved from, so from my, um, yeah, that was going actually back a little bit, you know, my background. Um. <laughs> Somehow at this point of the story, you're probably not thinking that ANZ and high-end accounting firms is where you went in between. Absolutely. I was like, wow, that's a really interesting part of the story. So tell very, us how that happened. Very interesting. So, cause everyone talks about, you know, getting a good job, making good income, buying property. So you kind of just think that would be the norm for what I should do. Mm. And at the time, you know, I was still quite young, didn't have a lot of money, so I couldn't really start anything off the bat of uni. So I thought, no, I need to, you know, I've got my qualifications, I need to do something with them. Um, and I was really fortunate to get a, um, like a PMO project management role at ANZ. Is this straight plans. after your course? Yeah, so pretty much I think it was, so I had a bit of an, inter- an interim where I worked in retail off the bat of that co- um, that course. Um, and I actually worked with at, at H&M. Um, the new oh. GPO store. So I went to Sydney with, uh, sorry, went to si- Singapore with them, um, and became one of their team leaders. So there was a little bit of a, yeah, time where I was in retail because <laughs> I thought maybe diversion. that's what I wanted to do. And, <laughs> and then, you worked at Cora as well. Yeah, so I worked with Cora Organics with Miranda Kerr when she first launched in Australia. So we will, um, so I helped her launch into David Jones and talk to the customers and communicate the product. And I learned so much about, you know, her certified organics and how she did things. And yeah, it just kind of all played out. And I think I always was brought back to that feel good space, Mm. you know, beauty, fashion, we do, we buy and and use all these products and wear beautiful things to make us feel good. That's what we come back to. Um, And yeah, I guess I've always wanted to make people feel good and help people. So I think that's why I went from, you know, the creative aspect and then thought, oh, no, I need to be down the road and narrow and going to corporate. We went to ANZ. <laughs> Make some money. Then went be to, sensible. <laughs> yeah. Um, accounting firms. And I was a business manager for a really amazing thought leader um, before actually kickstarting Bang & Body. And, yeah, through that interim, I, I was just – there was just something missing and mm. I would come home every day and I would rec- recognise the good that I did that day but I just felt really sad. Like I just mm. – you know, and I think that's where I'm all for people – going after their dreams like if it's not now it's not never like work towards it chip away at it you'll eventually get there and yes you might have to deviate you might have to switch around and try find what matters to you most but yeah it's just about going back to what you truly love and want to do in life because life's so short totally (laughs) (laughs) and I think it is really interesting what you said about you might you might have to deviate like you often 
have to do all the things that you don't love as much and go through phases of feeling like the spark isn't there to understand where you will find it. No one just kind of wakes up one day and their first job is like, oh, I'm passionate about everything. (laughs) It's all a process of elimination. So even if you knew you were never going to stay in retail, I'm sure it taught you so much about what you do love, what you don't love, what you're good at, what you're not good at. And it also helps you kind of bide your time because I think starting business straight out of uni, it's very, very rare that you're mature enough and have enough experience to actually make it work. So I felt the same. Like I did end up doing a job for a little while that I didn't love, but I couldn't have started any earlier anyway because it would have been too early. Yeah, for sure. So what kind of helped you really start? Like when was the time when you were like, okay, this job isn't fulfilling me? I think a lot of people sit in that space for quite a while before they make a move. Like it takes them a while to realise. For sure. And I did. I did sit in the space for a while because I was nervous. Like I've – and another thing that probably most people don't know about me is I've actually got an amazing fiancé who was my boyfriend and we've been together since – When you were 14? Yep. Oh, my God. Since you were 14. (laughs) Um, And he's my absolute rock, my best friend, and he was the – like one of the biggest supports in doing this. Um, We actually sacrificed buying a house – for yeah. the business because it's something that I've wanted to do for so long and thought, you know, it's now or never. And it was just getting to that point where, yeah, I was becoming really unhappy and he's like, you've got so much potential, like you've just got to go for it. Mm. So knowing that I had his backing was enormous because it was our money, like yeah. it wasn't just mine. And I needed to know that he was on the right, you know, wavelength as me. And mm. I'm really lucky because we've grown up together. So from 14 till now, <laughs> 26. So, you know, nearly 12 years. And you go through all the massive milestones together. And when you're, you know, people say that, you know, when you find someone, you have to merge your worlds together. Well, we kind of were growing our worlds together, like together, like if that makes sense. Because oh, totally, we, totally. we would, you know, as soon as something would happen that I wasn't happy with, I would just tell him like, hey, that didn't sit well with me or yeah. that annoyed me. So like we learned what each other liked very early on. And now we just best, we're best friends. You know, it's been really challenging as well because he's been living away um, for the last five months in Ocean Grove, running oh. a really big job there. Um, so yeah, it's been really tough not having him around every day to just, you know, give me a hug at the end of the day and say, you're doing and good, babe. Yeah. <laughs> and but about- amazing that you had that support because yeah. I think that's, again, like people always say, you know, how do you do something bold or new or scary? And it's, it's only with the right people around you. hundred percent. And just knowing that they've got your back. Like yeah. if, you, if you fall, you fall, like you will learn and that you're not going to be left alone. Like you've got, you got the best support around you. <laughs> but I think what really sparked was when, yeah, I got to that second part of early twenties and really struggling with my skin. Most days I would just rather stay in than go out because mm. I just didn't want to put heavy makeup to cover it. And yeah, it was just a tough time and then kind of worked my way through it with what I could. And then I just, it just kept sparking this Priscilla, like you, you want to be in this space. This is what you want to do. There's a big op- gap, there's a big here. gap here. Um, and we originally, like going back as well um, with what we first started with, which was a, a firming body lotion. We originally, it's going to be really hard if I go all the way back and then go all the way back. Okay, no, cool. do it, do it. We got time. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know, am I missing segments? Like, is, it, is this weighty? Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it is. I, th- I think sometimes it is a bit artificial to separate like weighty and ATA and sometimes the story just comes out as like blah, blah, blah. But I, that's why I love these long form chats because you yeah. do, you jump around and you cover all the bits that you don't get to cover when you're trying to make the story linear and fit in like, you know, a, a hundred word article. Like, I love it. So just okay, go cool. ever, wherever your brain okay, takes you. Awesome. <laughs> So yeah, started with affirming body lotion and my purpose for that and 
when I was developing, so it took two and a bit years to formulate, conceptualise, formulate, develop, test, research, everything mm-hmm. and to launch. And it was tough. Like I had to go through heaps of processes with the formulation and skin chemists. Um, it wasn't just, oh, this is what I want to do, take me on. It was they had to vet you, like vet mm. each other, um, minimum order quantities, you know, if they really value natural, organic vegan cruelty-free ingredients like it was just like a full scope of research and communication and development Mm. um, until I found my amazing formulation guru and skin chemist that I have now and they're just oh incredible and they see my vision they see the boundaries that I want to push for the right reasons and they really back me and I think that that's super important so when I originally obviously had my own skin concerns but I thought there's so much more like we like I had my face concerns, but then also my body was getting neglected. Mm. Like our skin is our largest organ and yet we are either too busy to apply lotion onto the skin or it doesn't sink in fast enough so you're sticky and then mm. you can't put your clothes on straight away and it's just a bit of a challenge. And I thought, <laughs> it's all a bit <laughs> much. It's, it's all a bit much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait, hold on, yeah. just quickly before you move on. So yeah. back to the formulations and like yes. the very first conceptions of the yes. idea. I think one of the things that really gets people when they've you know when they're listening to stories that are really inspiring and and they're feeling that same agitation of like I want I've got an idea but like I'm not happy and how do I do it how, do I do it? how did you actually go from I have an idea yeah. to I'm gonna have a skin chemist like where do you even bridge that, that first gap. gap of like finding a name finding out who you even have to go to to get it made registering a name you know like finding all that stuff out yeah so I'm like a research queen. Okay. Like I love, <laughs> that helps. I love researching, <laughs> um, and I do my homework like a lot before I really dive deep into anything. I think that yeah. comes. That's where my logical, like conservative side is. Like mm. I don't like. I'm quite optimistic and I'm spontaneous, but that's in my ideas. But when it comes to actually execution, like yeah. I'm very particular on what is required and mm. and who I want to work with. So I did a lot of research. I think for about six months before I even thought of Bang & Body and what it would be. Wow. It was just a constant, every t- chance I had, like, in between, lunch, like, on lunch breaks. Yeah, so you still had work, your job. I had my job. Yeah. So in between lunch breaks or after work or on weekends, I would just be Googling, okay, what are the hot products in the market right now? What's missing? Like, is my idea going to fit well with my target market? Is it a need? Like, all these elements of just trying to set it up for success the best way I knew based on what I needed and what I wanted, but mm. also people just like me that might be struggling or you know want an alternative solution so from that research I was able to really discover the gaps in the market which really was I believe the way to your starting point to success because if you can identify a gap that's not so foreign and that is a need in the market and you know people are talking about it or you know you look at comments of new brands and they say oh what would you like to see from us and heaps of comments say I want this I want this I want this and it never really happens you're like yeah. oh well they, these people are wanting it like you know that's, and that's free market research, free market research. <laughs> and I'm so excited because I love you know connecting with my community at, with Bang & Body and I'm so excited because these two products that are Oh, we've got two new products coming out. <laughs> so Spoiler alert. Um, so with the, you know, the product, new products or any product that we bring out, it really comes from the consumer. Mm-hmm. Like they've communicated one way or another. They, they want to see these products. And I want to continue listening to them um, and, you know, bringing it to life because at the end of the day, if I'm not trying to satisfy my customer, well, then really what, like, 
you know, I'm that's that's the most important that's thing. That's your for me. like mission that's statement. That's my mission. I yeah. wanna I wanna be able to help people. So yeah, so starting out was able to research, identify the gaps, identify what it would be. Started with the firming body lotion because I absolutely hate applying body lotion. Mm-hmm. So I thought if I'm <laughs> going starting to point. have to Yeah, I was like, if I'm gonna have to apply lotion, which the skin is the largest organ, we need to preserve it, it needs to do more. It can't just hydrate. Like that should be inevitable like that yeah. that's already there that's assumed it's assu- that's assumed yeah it's how do we get more out of it and if we're going to be putting products in our skin it has to be beneficial it has to be purposeful and it has to be you know super good like so like super good like if a natural ingredients and um it's going to give back to your skin yeah so that's when i thought there's an issue because mum would always buy the nivea <laughs> yeah, lotion. old school old school <laughs> and I was like oh my god I hate and I was like so quick like even with school put it on you gotta put your lotion you gotta put lotion on you gotta put sunscreen on you gotta take care of your skin you know before you leave the house I'm like oh god mum it's just such an effort you know and and like putting sticky. it on and it's sticky and like, <laughs> smelly and you know and so from there it was like that was my earliest childhood of you know lo- like beauty and lotions was mum making sure we never left the house we so you know cute. never I, had those crusty I, knees that I always had <laughs> that was one thing I thank my mum for is that we actually had really good um like <laughs> what skin, a woman like skin and like hydrating the skin yeah um and then as I got older like she would educate us on the importance of preserving um our elasticity in the skin and like collagen collagen and you know blood circulation all these little aspects that I had no idea about and then so that kind of sparked the idea of hang on a minute there's actually nothing in today's market that really relates like Mm. to a younger demographic or like to provide more than just hydration and actually works so that's kind of when the whole formulation aspect started to begin and the research of who I wouldn't want to who would I want to work with like what chemists do I have to look for and that was another element of research it's just you know googling finding forums platforms where you could connect with people that are currently in the skin game you could hopefully you know get contacts from Mm. um, and then identify then by picking up the phone, emailing, like constantly. (laughs) I think that's one thing people don't also understand until they listen to stories like this is that so much of it is literally cold calling. Like if you don't, if you're not in an industry, how are you going to know what a chemist is? Like how you, and same with matcha, like when, when we needed a new product formulated or a new recipe, or we wanted to get something nutritionally tested or, you know, you literally just Google it and then you just (laughs) call and you look at reviews and it's like, no one tells you, you just call up and be like, can you make this? Can you tick these boxes? And they're like, no, but this person can. So then you call that person. Yep. Like it's a lot of just hard, hard calling. calling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a call centre. pushing through too. Yeah. Like you'll get a lot of no's or you might get answers that you're not happy with and you don't want to work with these people. So you've just got to persevere. This is what you wanted. Like I wanted to get this done. I knew there was a purpose for this. Um, and I just had to find the right people to work with. And mm. I was so lucky that I actually was working with a, a manufacturer or a chemist in Sydney and we went back and forth for at least six months and the formula was great but it just wasn't good enough and I wasn't going to put something out there that I wasn't 100% happy with. Mm. It ticked all the right boxes and yeah, it was a nice cream but it just there was something missing and I just couldn't and they couldn't get it right. It just was back and forth, back and forth, more money, more time. And I was like, no. Nah. And I just made the call. I was like, it's okay, that's not the one. I've got to look elsewhere. And I looked a whole day. I literally got on the phone to to Jake, my fiance, and I was just like, look, this is a situation. I'm going to spend all day today on Google and forums and go back to my researching, um, 
you know, skills and to try to find <laughs> an alternative. And yeah, and then I was able to find a few people and I got on the phone and there's one particular company um, I was on the phone with for two hours. And I know how busy these people are. So this gentleman, he gave me two hours out of his day. No, like objective for me to go with him like he was just wanted he could hear in my voice how stressed I was and he just wanted to help and he, that was it and I went and met and him and they're your current manufacturer and that's my current <gasps> manufacturer amazing yeah. so sometimes you've just got to just you know go push. with your gut and yeah. don't just you know go with what you think is best based on lead times or you're mm. launching in a few months like a few you know six to eight months you want to launch well that's going to be pushed back because yeah. you've got to start again and yeah it just kind of and that, that's an artificial deadline anyway because it's what well, you had in it. your brain. Like yeah. no one knows that. It's yeah. just you who's like, I have to do it by November. It's the stubbornness. Yeah. Like, push it aside. <laughs> Who says? Exactly. No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then that was really the pinpoint of I could really explore what else there could be and communicate to him, this is really what I want to do. We've had this little stepping stone. What do you think? And he just really was provided me with the best knowledge and advice on the next steps and, yeah, really helped birth the firming lotion that we know now, the yellow tube of goodness, which <laughs> everyone says, which is amazing. It's just like this, you know, yellow tube that transforms people's skin. Like it's incredible. Amazing. Yeah, it's um, – I can't – like. I can't express, <laughs> like, uh, 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 because I can't express. That was the sound of someone who is truly excited. Oh, excited and, and passionate. Like, yeah. I just, when for me, it just comes down to the customer. Like, knowing that I have transformed someone's skin with the yellow tube of goodness and they've had a skin concern for not just a few months but decades or years or months or whatever it, would, whatever it is and they try the products for a week and they just notice incredible results that they haven't had in such a long time and it makes them happier, makes them smile more, makes them feel confident with their partners. Like mm. that for me is everything because if we have more people, in the, more happy people in the world, the world will be better. Absolutely. So, you know, for me that's ultimate. And yeah, so going through all the milestones and ultimately like we were formulating at the time for the firming body aspect, but we knew the formulation would also be suitable for the face because we were just going to tweak it okay. a little bit and therefore uh, package it for the face um, with a few extra ingredients and just, but that was the base because we... Um, you wanted to start with like yeah, a hero with, and yeah, Exactly, because with the formulation, it's all custom. Like, so we're in the IP, like we didn't just pull it from a shelf, put all the ingredients together and go, yep, this is it. Like this was a two-year-long process of mm. formulation, selected the ingredients. Like I actually researched every single single ingredient to make sure they were all purposeful and mm. they all had a benefit at the end of the day and then how they work together and, you know, testing it with fo- like focus groups and, you know, friends and family and family of friends and, you know, extended people <laughs> yeah. and anyone that I can get it to to get an honest feedback because ultimately – these were the people that were potential customers. Um, so there was a lot of testing and, you know, trialling and what worked and, you know, even the application. We need it to make sure it sinks in the skin faster. Mm. It needs to glide better. It it's needs not greasy. To, it's, it's not, not greasy. Yeah. It's, so all these touch points that I found was annoying. I thought, well, my demographic is going to f- find annoying. Yeah. So finding ways to really eliminate the objection of, you know, what was currently out in the market and how we would stand out. Um, and then even with our packaging, being really unconventional with that and not going with plastic, like 100% recyclable aluminium um, with BPA-free lining. So you can it's literally amazing. just put it straight in the recycling bin. You don't have to wash it out or anything like that. Um, 
and that took eight months. <laughs> to well, that's research. the other thing. I yeah. think people think, oh, overnight success, but it's like well, overnight definitely not. success, many, many years in the making. <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> and, and that's what products that do really well appear to kind of just like explode onto the market, but they haven't really exploded. They've been like oh, it's been a chipping, brewing for a brewing long time. Brewing for a long time in the, in behind the scenes. <laughs> that's and why they go so well because yeah. they are so extensively researched. It's, and that's the thing, like it wasn't just an idea and then – within a month it was out it was a long <laughs> stint of making sure that I was real because I've got a high expectation like yeah. I'm like even for me like in beauty when I like I've loved beauty and I would go to Mecca and choose everything off the shelves but I'm even so particular in doing that like I read the ingredients and I'm you know what does it actually do and so I'm a very picky customer so I just think well if there's more picky customers like me I need to make sure that I'm, I'm catering to catering them. and giving the best possible product to them so therefore they see the best results and you know I'm trying to you know bridge the gap from spending heaps of money on products that just don't work Mm. and I understand everybody's skin everybody's skin and skin renewal cycle is different so results may vary and you know someone who might get results after the first week might get the same results from another person within four weeks it's just being patient understanding of what your body is doing Mm. um allowing for the natural active ingredients to for your skin to adapt to um and therefore let it do its thing because yeah sometimes it takes a few days to a week other times it takes a few months but if you're persistent with it you ultimately will your skin will instantly feel better you will feel you know you've got a glow like we get so many reviews that say my skin actually glows now <laughs> and that's amazing because we forget like we come out of the womb and we don't put any like mums and dads don't put anything on our skin for like a year and our skin's like baby soft and you know so people also don't realize that the more product you put on your skin isn't necessarily better better <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> more is not more <laughs> Just popping in here to give you the proper rundown of Priscilla's amazing yellow tube of goodness. Bang & Body's Hero product is a vegan-friendly, multi-purpose, results-driven firming cream, making waves in the beauty world for its incredible results. It can help reduce redness, breakouts and bumps, as well as increasing skin circulation, collagen production and blood flow to help reduce cellulite, stretch marks and scarring. Its results for brightening, hydrating and firming the skin have been incredible and you can head to the Bang & Body Instagram to see some of the amazing improvements it can create. And the best part? The packaging is 100 percent recyclable from packaging through to shipping boxes and as Priscilla mentions every single ingredient is carefully selected heavily researched and purposefully included if you're keen to give it a try which I highly recommend you do I've got a rip of 15% discount code for you just use seize the yay no spaces as the code for 15% off the firming body lotion including free shipping worldwide link is in the show notes so yeah. then when you did launch, I think you had a wait list. So you did yes. a wait list before you actually launched and launched to, you know, a database that already had people on it. Mm-hmm. And then the sales just went nuts. nuts. <laughs> so tell us about that early phase of just getting stuff out there. And again, like it's all well and good to have a really good product, but then to actually get an audience to listen or, yeah. or in a saturated market to care about all the information that's quite scientific about why it's going to be good for them. For anyone who's launching a product, I think that's a really big barrier. Like, what am I going to do to get eyes on this? And then how do I deal with like, if the orders, I mean, you had 3000 units sold in like 12 weeks. And like, I don't even think I would have, when we started Matra, I don't even think I had made 3000 units. Like yeah. I wasn't ready. So 
how do you deal with like the funding of then scaling up and meeting people's expectations, but then also your learning and you're like, what, what is happening? Yes. Like, <laughs> tell us about that um, whole adjustment yeah, for phase. for sure. I think to, from the outside, like Bangor Body looks like this global phenomenon mm-hmm. and I've been so fortunate that we have touched so many, we've helped transform so many people's skin around the globe in the short six months that we've been up and running. Six but it's, months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> But it's still little old me. I respond to every customer inquiry. I respond to every Instagram DM. I do all the stories. I do all the social. I it's it's me. Like I I do all that because I love connecting with the customer and hearing their feedback. Or you know if they're not sure how to use the product or they've got little, you know they might have um, been using a certain skin routine and they want to transition. How do they do that? So I just I just love being a part of their skin journey. Mm-hmm. And so for me it was. Yeah, it wasn't just an easy feat. I, I started an Instagram account when I thought of Bang & Body. So I'm one of those people that you think of idea, you check the Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I registered CCA two years ago before yeah. I knew what I'd use it for. Amazing. Like I was like, I'm going to register this business name for like something <laughs> later. <laughs> Perfect for a podcast. Yeah. Worked. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what happened with Bang & Body. Like I was actually at my, my job and I... I don't even know how the name came to me, to be honest. I was just sitting there at my desk typing away and I was thinking of like potential names of what it could be and I love the double syllable like BB or SS yeah, or LL. Like I just love that. So I was just like, oh, okay, like skin, body, like what could I do? And then I just thought Australian like and like everybody, the Bang slang in. word is like the most <laughs> ocker, like Australian word <laughs> and everybody around the world knew what it what meant. Um, but also too, I wanted to break that stereotype of what banging is because mm. like when I was growing up guys would be like oh damn she's banging and I'm like well she's like a Barbie doll like yeah. I don't look like that yeah <laughs> so why does she why is she only bang why aren't I or why aren't the next person down the street like we have our own aspects of being banging mm-hmm. and we are all banging in our own right and I want to bridge that gap between you know making sure that we are taking care of ourselves because I believe self-care is self-love and I think we mix like I'm all about self-love and if you love the way you are we love you too it's got nothing to do with that but we're all about preserving and taking care of your skin Mm. um, in the deeper elements of the skin not just on the surface so that's kind of where banging kind of came from and then also changing that stereotype of what that means and then from there going okay well register the name it was available (laughs) On Instagram, yes. yay. And then registering the business name. Um, and then from there, I just started posting inspiration of what I loved, what represented the business, the tone of voice, the mm. mood, the vibe. And that kind of really started to build an audience because they were n- – and it wasn't even coming soon. It wasn't product. Like, it wasn't yeah. a product. It Match was, and made and we did exactly the same thing. It was just a vibe. It was like a mood board for mm. what <laughs> could be. Yeah. And that worked really well because by the time we um, – like before we even launched, I think we had like close to 20,000, 30,000 followers. Amazing. And then you've got like a critical mass of people. It was just like people yeah. that were interested on, on what it could be. And then once we launched what was coming, then we got more followers because people were just, you know, intrigued and more messages. Oh, so excited to hear what it is. Um, and then we had like a swipe up to the mailing list, um, which we had a really great database for on launch. I think we did like close to 40 orders I think in the first couple hours of the launch like it was just amazing (laughs) and then it just kind of grew from there um considering I didn't really have any expectation I was like for me 
it's hard like because I am a realist as well and it took a while to to really push myself to get things going and there were times where I would like delay a little bit go oh it's probably not ready enough like mm. and then my family was like Priscilla you've just got to launch it you know when you have a child you don't know what's next you you will learn <laughs> it's your business it, child <laughs> you will figure it out and I'm like okay yep let's do it um so then from there it was just a matter of you know creating the database letting people know what the product is and then from really understanding how to communicate through a screen because mm-hmm. there's one thing talking face to face or over the phone but through a screen you have to break through and through my courses and my knowledge and um, experience in social like I think that was a real plus for me because I could understand how to communicate simplest like sim- simple but also enough info mm. to get people to understand what we were doing totally um, and it's hard I mean we've got a really short attention span when people listen yeah. to podcasts they're ready for an hour yeah. when people are watching a screen they've got you've got like two seconds two, yeah not even it's literally like a passing by yeah. you've got to stand out one way or another yeah and I think because we like our product original like is yellow yeah. it's bright it's different it's it away, catches your eye it's already. away from the millennial pink it's away from you know <laughs> the blush the, the blush <laughs> Pinterest. I love. <laughs> I'm a blush girl like yes I love. so am I actually but <laughs> but it was a good move yellow so, so happy that was hard even though I loved yellow because it reminds me of summer and summer makes me happy um and also with the scent which not many people unless you've been on the Instagram page and you've heard people say we like to call it the scent of summer because it's such a tropical pina colada Mm. really fresh um, and happy scent so the packaging kind of went hand in hand and yeah I look at it every day and it makes me happy it's yellow it's bright it's fresh Um, so that really stood off the page like so people were interested in oh what's this new yellow product Mm. in the market and then from there it was just a matter of yeah communicating in a dot point form or just showing before and afters I think that really helped scale the business um, quite significantly we've had a lot of amazing customers wanting to share their, their journey and their mm. results and feedback and it's just been phenomenal like I've just I couldn't be more ecstatic with the results because you you, you know what your product is capable of but you know also everyone's different and everyone's Mm. skin's different and you don't know their current beauty routine you don't know how many times they would apply it like if they're consistent with it so you just hope that the the more times they do apply the better the result and that's what's happened it's just been amazing and I love sharing our customers journeys and I'm so thankful and grateful for every single customer that has purchased and shared their journey with us you know it's just amazing if you guys haven't seen the befores and afters yet, I'll put a link to the page in the show notes because it's it's extraordinary. Like the results yeah. are extraordinary, which and, uh, yeah. once they start to filter through, you can see how that kind of sells itself because the results actually, you know, it's a lot of skin products don't have a, a community that's so excited to share how quickly things work. And that Absolutely. is what makes people convinced that, oh, well, it's, it's not a fad, <laughs> like it's an actual thing. Yeah, and I think too as well, like it's a, it's a hard one because when people see a lot of success with other with other customers as well they might be two things they might be super excited be like oh my god yes thank god like it's working for so many people it work for me and be really optimistic and believe in the brand but then you'll have another side of skepticism which is really difficult because there are there have been so many brands before me that have communicated products that haven't performed haven't performed so well so I wanted to ensure and make and you know put forward that whatever the customers are sharing with us and as long as we get permission and they're happy to share it with, like on our behalf we can share it for them um, we literally just screenshot what they've sent and then put it up like we don't alter we don't manipulate we mm. don't photoshop like we are that is not me wholeheartedly 
for one, um, not part of my ethics and morals and that is not how I want to grow a business because this for me is longevity. Like I want this business to be standing for 50 plus years, you know, and for me it's about creating – when you create a good product, there's no reason – to falsify there's no reason you don't need to the results kind of speak exactly right so i think it's just more about communicating to the customer that i have done two and a half years of research to ensure that this product has the best chance of success no matter your skin type your skin condition or your skin you know concern or where you're sitting at the moment in your life i have done the hard work in order to make sure that i've chosen the best quality australian source local ingredients that perform and so that's been, you know, these things where I've been really fortunate to have the most amazing community who have tried the product and are the ones sharing their journeys mm. and their results and amazing feedback. Because um, then it's funny because then you get other customers who have purchased and seen results say, I am so sorry that I it took a month for me to purchase because I was just unsure that it would actually work for me. But I'm so glad I did. And the only thing I'm kicking myself is that I didn't buy sooner. Oh, that's so, so lovely. That's for me. It's like everything because I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Like you can take your time, do all the research you need. Like that, like you want I, a long term customer, it. and you don't want someone yeah. to just buy it and then yeah. Exactly. Like totally. I, I get it. Take the time, and you know, and these people, they're just amazing at sharing that because they're just like you know I I was super skeptical to start with and we have reviews say that we share those reviews (laughs) we are so fun in sharing all reviews that's an even stronger review yeah I think is someone who is skeptical and then who's been like actually though like I gave it a chance um yeah and they say look you know I was actually super skeptical especially with firming because how does a product actually firm Mm. but I was so wrong like (laughs) after the first day like (laughs) I could feel my skin just being smoother and you know tightening and and that's the thing like it's been all this re- data and we all of our ingredients, um, especially our green coffee bean extract from Byron Bay, has heaps of data research backing its performance. So that that ensures that that, that molecule um, delivers mm. on, on its performance mm. and has been a highlight in the product and in association with all of the other nourishing botanical ingredients has really been able to create this formula that is doing wonders. And it's not just for your, you know, because like I guess your um, – more so appearance side concerns. It's like the cellular it's, level. Yeah, of it's skin. really deep. So if you've got, like, we've got customers with dermatitis, eczema, psoriasis, severe acne, like all these really deep skin concerns, see amazing results really quick, and they've suffered or had to use like steroid creams previously. So for me, it's a natural alternative, and that's what I'm I'm so happy about. I wish that I had videoed this episode because Priscilla's face <laughs> is like. So so excited, <laughs> which oh is God. just so – it's so wonderful to oh, see someone be so excited. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like I think people often have a good product or they have a good business and they're passionate about it and it's changed their lives, but they just – you just still have this like, <laughs> which is just so, so exciting. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, there are days like God yeah, challenges along the way and of if course. it wasn't for the my customers and the passion – it would be very hard to wake up every day because it is super challenging. Like you are yeah. breaking through barriers every single day. Absolutely. And that's with every business. But being a new business owner, not having really done this before, you know, you've got – I've got my mum and she's been in business, but, you know, it's still different. Like she was brick and mortar. She wasn't online. Yeah. So it's a very different business model. Um, so There's no clear mentor no. in this day and age because no one's been no. in this climate before because it changes every five seconds. Like even if someone did it a couple of years before us, it's still – not the same, the algorithm's different. Like everything changes so fast that yeah. you kind of are out on your own. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually leads really nicely into Natie, oh, the Nate-y-ay. next segment. Yes. So 
as you continue the story, so you've obviously in six short months had some incredible successes with like volume and sales and exposure and growth geographically and everything and and two new products coming. Like it's just so exciting. Yeah. But as you mentioned, it's a lot of glitz and gloss on the outside and then behind the scenes can be just a total shitstorm of so many different challenges. So for you, what have been the biggest you know, the biggest, not barriers, but just just Mm. difficulties that you've faced along the way. And one of them I would love you to cover if you can is funding the growth because that's, I think, one Mm of practically just one of the most hardest things about doing well is that then you need more money. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. So as I mentioned earlier, um, me and my fiancé agreed that we would postpone buying a house to fund the business. Um, So pretty much a house deposit because for us, formulating a brand new product, formulation, doesn't come cheap especially buying the IP the rights to it it's a lot of upfront costs and then through your testing phases your adjustments that Mm. that all adds on so for me I we obviously were saving for like two plus years thinking that we would get a house and then I say okay you already had we were we were saving yeah so we we had some savings so it all came from just me and Jake like we didn't have any further assistance from family or anything like that um it was more so that we had a plan to save for the house and then it kind of got down to crunch time and we're like okay I've got this idea we uh, it's now or never because I know once we get the house it's going to be hell of a lot more harder (laughs) to do anything and then have kids it it just gets a a lot a little bit tougher so from saving um I was able to have a healthy amount to then go okay what do we need to put into formulation buying upfront stock marketing all that kind of stuff and Straight out of the gate, I've been really lucky because we've had such organic, consistent growth. So it's been from word of mouth. It's been from people seeing our amazing transformations on social media. We actually didn't dive into paid ads um, until a month, uh, maybe a month, two months ago. So we haven't really... You haven't needed we didn't, to spend Yeah, that we just yeah. didn't... Like we wanted it to be... Oh, for me, before diving into the ad space, I wanted to make sure that my product was one performing as what it should do and two to have a really good strong converting website to make sure that I wasn't driving leads to a website that ultimately people couldn't find couldn't access that it was hard to navigate Mm. all these you know little aspects that could have issues with you know driving leads to a website and but for me it was making sure that this authentic customer base they were they were the ones that found us, you know, whether it was for friends or friends of friends or, you know, through Instagram organically. Like they found us, they researched us, they purchased and they loved and then they shared. So having that strong connection or that line step by step, that was able to fundamentally grow the business. And then now that we have, now we're dived into ad spend to really drive further growth, mm. it's been able to go hand in hand because we've already had that organic. You're it's not, building on something yeah, that exists. We've, we not, had a, yeah, we were building on a foundation that was there. It wasn't we just dive straight into Facebook ads and hope to God that, you know, people would, <laughs> you know, just convert and then it would just, you know, be something. You, you weren't know. just relying on No, I a wanted formula. it to be an authentic yeah. approach, even with our collaboration. So any Instagram, uh, any influencer that you, you might have seen share the product, that is all authentic based on product, you know, and product for posts, but we always say, you know, we would love for you to share if, only if you love it. Like we, we don't want to fault. Like I want this business to be the most authentic business possible because I know how many other businesses out there that are using, you know, paid aspects for an influencer or just driving heaps of money through ads or, and that, if that works for them, that's great. And there's no two ways to do it. Like, like you do it the way that works for you really. But for me, I love the authentic approach because it's, what builds your foundation for something mm. greater and, and, and for sustainability yeah it's well. the long long game mm. which I think for me you know if 
you know, because you do see businesses that all of a sudden, like, you know, within six months, they've sold 60,000 units and they're making millions and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I could probably get the business to that level with paid ads and do all the things that I needed to do. But for me, it was really growing and birthing a brand that ticked all the boxes for the consumer. Mm. They were my first and only and still to this day and will forever be my main focus. The other thing I think that happens when you do get to that growth that fast is you can't iron out any of the kinks along the way because it's too quick. And that's when like you have to cut corners or you have to make decisions that aren't really for the long term. They're just for the like, oh my God, like the orders are coming through. Ah, And that kind of level of growth, it's it's good in, you know, a global sense, but I think most people actually prefer to grow a little bit slower because you can't sustain that level of intensity. You can't hire properly. You can't upskill properly. It's all too fast. So It's a lot. And because I didn't come from a previous business background with the team, it wasn't my second business or third business. Like Mm. it's my very first. Like I really only have me. I've just, we've outsourced um, a few months ago a fulfillment centre because we couldn't keep up with the demand like with me and an assistant, you know, and to hopefully alleviate some time for me so I can really focus on the business and connecting with the customers Mm. and doing what I love. And, you know, so... We've seen that growth and it has been challenging along the way to keeping up with demand, making sure, you know, we're fulfilling um, with enough product, you know, making, sh- you know, all these things. Because at the start, you're like, oh, yeah, we'll just do maybe a few units here and there and <laughs> yeah. really ad hoc. And then my, my chemist, skin chemist and manufacturer was like, okay, so you need to be coming our schedule now because we need a plan for this. Like month on month, how many units are you going to be doing? We can add units on, but we, you need to be in our schedule yeah. now because you're growing. None of this like five years. Like, you can't just there. message me and say, like, you can't just say, hey, I need 5,000 units tomorrow because like we've got, it just won't happen. Yeah, so, we have other clients. It's, yeah, it's like not just you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an eye-opener too because, like, we just grew so quickly that I, yeah. I had to, like, forecast. And I was like, I, like yes, I know how <laughs> what to – What does that mean? Like, forecasting, yes, I know, but also projecting because I haven't done a full year. You can't look back on what you've done. Yeah. You only can look back on what you did last month and then you're growing month on month. So I think the biggest challenge is definitely keeping up with demand, like making sure you prioritise and, mm. you know, forecast of what you could be doing. And I think now with – Knowing what we've done in the past and where we're going, we can definitely now foresee what we'll be, which which is awesome. You know, another thing is packaging. <laughs> like <laughs> my packaging is so customised um, that it couldn't be made in Australia. The only thing I wish, because everything else is made in Australia, even our recyclable shipping boxes, like literally everything is local except our actual tubes because they have to be outsourced from overseas because Australia doesn't make them. Um, they actually don't make any aluminium tubes for that matter. So that lead time, mm. you know, we purchased... 10,000 tubes on our first go and I remember looking at my fiancé when we picked it up from the port, Melbourne port, <laughs> looking at this big truck and I've got the image, little old me, with this big truck full of cardboard, empty, tubes. empty, <laughs> empty <laughs> cardboard boxes going, how the hell am I going to get rid of all these? I can't have a shed full of all this stuff. And within six months, like, yeah, we, we've had to order twice already. And now I've ordered again for Christmas. And that's just working out the lead times, like mm. getting it made and then getting it shipped here. Like how long does it take? So just keeping up with that, on that aspect has been quite challenging to making sure that, you know, I think we've sold out four times already yeah, since that's launch. Amazing. Which is crazy. I mean, like it's it's a problem, but it's a nice so it's, problem. It's a have. nice problem. And I'm like, <laughs> no. And then like, because I just, I want customers to be able to get the product like now. And I was always so hesitant to be, you know, put on pre-order because I was just like, no, we just got to get this turned around. And mm. my manifest was like, Priscilla, like you, you can't, you got to <laughs> calm down. Do like you've already, like you've gone through like thousands of units within like a week. Like we've just 
we thought that would last you, you know, based on what you just, what you said. And, you know, we might have had a promotion or we might have an unexpected influencer or the Daily Mail. <laughs> Do not promote. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily oh, the Daily Mail. I that saw that article. Crazy. It was a great article. Amazing article. Not expected at all. Like I woke up on a Sunday morning to my phone just blowing up because we have the Shopify um, app on my phone. And <laughs> it makes that really nice. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I looked at my, like I just like tapped Jake and I was just like, babe, what's going on? Who did this? What 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 is happening? And for literally two hours, I couldn't find what was happening. Like it was, just, it was just like <laughs> something has happened something. in the interwebs. <laughs> it's so nice when that happens. You're it like, oh, so lovely, but so unexpected. And I then an an actual a friend who um, had promoted our product previously and she was like an influencer as well um love the product she just messaged me saying oh congratulations on the feature oh, she saw so it. she saw it first she sent it to me and I was like what feature and then she sent me a screenshot I was like oh I'm in the- what <laughs> like this was not even two months in like this was like <gasps> very early on and I really truly feel it kind of put us on the map and in that moment like I read the article it wasn't just like a small snippet it was like four pages yeah. long it was intense and links and like links, with links and for an <laughs> you can't pay for that shit it was like, no it was insane and I'll be forever grateful to the writer who really took a, a, a she loved the product it took a value in it she saw what the transformations for more and she wanted to get it to more people because mm. she knew it could help more people mm. and we did an astounding number of orders within those two days that I literally called my manufacturer and was like, so this is a situation. Can I fulfill these orders? Because we were waiting for another bulk order to arrive within days of that article. I'm like, when will the shipment be here? Like, I need it. And he was like, Priscilla, do not stress. Keep them coming. We've got you covered. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay, take a deep <laughs> breath. How am I going to do this? And then literally within the next day, he had already started shipments arriving so oh we could pack. Gosh, yeah, so he, had, he was just like so on it and I knew he had a – bank load of other clients to deal with and he just knew what was happening with us and he just went out of his way made it happen and we could fulfill all the orders and it was just insane i've got i've got the image of the oz post van filled to the top with boxes that's and amazing she actually said she because um and i actually wasn't there i was coming from a meeting when it got picked up and i was i had four people there transferring these boxes into the van and she's like oh is that it and they just like, hadn't even touched, like the whole house was full of boxes because I was packing out a home. <laughs> I can't believe you were still packing yep, yourself. Packing out a home, yep. Just me and my sister and I got pulled friends from left, right and centre yeah. to come help. And the lady's like, oh, I've got other deliveries. And they're like, no, this is your only delivery for today. You're not going to have any room <laughs> after we fill your van. <laughs> There's <bed>. no truck. <laughs> we obviously, we ultimately needed a second because you couldn't <gasps> see out of her back. Whoa. Like like rear view mirror yeah what about crazy. you keeping up with it so not so, not so much just logistically yeah. but you personally being able to keep up with that incredible pace and not just pace like in terms of actually packing and like physically doing the things but emotionally like yeah the highs that you get from stuff like that are so intense but that's like any like having had adrenal fatigue my brain is going <laughs> warning like. oh yeah I get anxiety um I do and I've never experienced that before since starting the business and that's wholeheartedly the truth and I actually um had a friend who suffered um quite bad anxiety and I never really could understand I was very sympathetic to her but mm. I could never really truly understand what she would go through and mm. um, until I experienced it and then I called her and I was just like so I think I actually am experiencing slight anxiety or what is anxiety like what am I feeling right now Mm. she would like to coach with her I'm like yep okay that's what I'm feeling okay crap what do I do and it was like a really like eye-opening thing where Mm. you know you're trying to think it's like just being stressed and you're like no yeah physiological kind of thought that but then it kept like getting worse and I was just like how is this happening like I'm living 
my life in a way that I'm I'm helping so many people but then that also puts a lot of pressure of like being all people for everyone and being everywhere at all times and not having me time and I and I openly say that I have ne- probably neglected myself mm. in the process because I've given my whole self like a mum would to a baby to this business <laughs> yeah. literally and you know, so it's definitely having these massive highs and keeping up with demand. And I'm so grateful and I hope we just continue reaching so many more people to help them with their skin. Um, but now it's a time where it's like, okay, well, I need help. Yeah. I need to find support. I need to hire or I need to, you know, it's ironing, it's, it's getting your team, your expert team um, in place mm. to help facilitate the ongoing growth of, of, a, of a startup. And that has been really emotionally challenging at times because, you know, you know the potential, you know what you're achieving with the business and the product, but trying to relay that to other people to help you is also really challenging because they don't really get where where, where you're at. You know, even with family and friends, Mm. like they try to be there for you. Sometimes I completely go off the radar for a few days and they're like, are you alive? (laughs) Because I'm like... (laughs) And you're like, barely. I mean, I'm just (laughs) alive. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just definitely an up and roll, um, an emotional roller coaster where people do not tell you about going into business. Like it is all, yes, there's sunshines and rainbows, but not at all times of the day. You might have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never been so emotionally bipolar in my whole life. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I'm amazing. I'm so yeah. shit. I'm amazing. I'm so shit. This is the best. It's going to fail. This is the best. It's going to fail. Yeah. And all Literally, within 24 yeah. hours. It's not like normal life. Yeah. You know, when you're in a stable job, it's kind of like you have a good day, you have a bad yeah, day, or you have a good week, you have a bad week. Mm-hmm. For us, it's like I have a good minute, I have a bad minute. Like, <laughs> Definitely. And no one teaches you that. No, no. one tells you that. And, and that's why, like, I get people every day messaging me saying, you know, you're doing so amazing. How did you start? Or how, and I take the time. Like I am busy, jam-packed, but I take the time out of my day to respond to these people who are looking f- to fulfil their dreams and mm. I want to help them. And But give them the wider scope of what could be, not just, oh, yeah, it's all sunshine and rainbows and you'll make a heap of sales like within two minutes and it will all be great because that's not reality. Like I have worked so hard. I've never worked harder in my life to create something, um, to break barriers and, you know, to be different and be a rule breaker. Like there's things that I'm, I'm doing that aren't conventional. Like, you know, like in terms of, you know, communicating that if you, there are certain aspects of yourself that you don't like, we're here to provide a solution for you. Mm. Like that can be controversial because everyone is all about self-love. which And acceptance. And acceptance, and... which we are about as well. But we know, I know personally, the crippling moments of when you do have severe acne or you do have eczema on your face or your body dermatitis where you don't feel your best Mm. and why go through until you can learn to love those elements which take a long time in the interim if there's a way that we can help make you feel better and boost your confidence. And boost your confidence. That is the only main objective. Yeah. You know, we are not pushing this in your You're face. You're not about changing somebody nope. fundamentally. Absolutely from- <laughs> not. No, that is not the purpose of the business and will never be. It's just embracing who that person is and embracing mm. their beauty at their full potential. That is literally it. So speaking of who someone is at their core. Yes. That leads us to the last segment, which is play TA. And I think it's hard. It is hard and almost artificial to separate your life into that, In the especially in the first six months of a business. Like yeah. there isn't really a lot of time left over and it's important to acknowledge that, you know, and same with new mums. Like sometimes they're just like, I don't have a play TA. Like that's just a silly question right now. Yeah. But behind everything that you're passionate about and particularly when you're doing something that you love so much, it's hard to find a part of you that isn't 
doing that. That's not productive. That's not always thinking about a better way to do something, a new product, like everything you see, I I get like that. I'm better at it now. But for the first two years, I was like, that's a nice font. Oh, like that's a good color scheme, logo, blah, blah, blah. Like everything in my life was related. But do you do anything and do you have any time for yourself that's related to just your joy? Like Um, something that's completely unrelated to work and skin and beauty and wellness and business and social. Like I know you put your phone away, which is amazing. Yeah, (laughs) but I can. You know, are there activities that you do? Do you guys watch Netflix? Do you have date night? Like how do you unwind? Yeah, so definitely love. um, So every week I make time to go see my sister-in-law and my nephews and now niece um, every Wednesday. It's a thing I do. Like I haven't, like that's something I don't, I will never break because spending a couple hours with my four-year-old, three-year-old and three-month-old nephews and niece, just you forget about everything. You're just in this bubble of child and you play with, oh, they are amazing. (laughs) Sometimes I say to my fiance, should we just have a bub so I can be distracted from the business? Oh, literally. I'm like, like, Nick, we're getting there. (laughs) We're getting married in like three weeks. I'm like, how soon can we have babies? Yeah. Mm, I just want to like be a stay at home. For sure. And it is just the best time. And then on a Tuesday, I go see my auntie and my 10-year-old nephew. Well, he's my cousin, but he's like my nephew. And where we colouring, do colouring. Oh, yeah, you're colouring. Yeah, so do all that or, you know, kick the footy or go down to the street. But they are honestly like the best parts of my week to really just drive in the car because they both live far away from me. So maybe 45 to an hour. So it's jumping in the car, listening to the podcast, BCA, 100%. (laughs) Listen to your own voice next time. (laughs) (laughs) So jumping on, listening to podcasts. um, So that's obviously my down but business time, which I really enjoy. But then, yeah, putting my phone in my bag, a couple of hours, amazing. And then when Jake's home um, from Ocean Grove, just spending time with him, trying not to really – like in the morning I'll I'll wake up a little bit earlier than him, do my post stories, plan the day and then – I, hope, I just want to be, you know, available for him. And then I actually really love lately mini golf. Like- oh, my gosh. <gasps> That's amazing. So random. Just so random. The, the more random, the better, I yeah, think. Yeah, because like- Jake, Jake's a golfer and he's been playing golf since he's oh. like any, like a, a toddler. Like he's just loved it. Um, and he does it with his brother and his dad. And that's the thing that he does a lot. And I've never, never really got into X. Like it's a lot of walking. Nine or 18 holes. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's a long time. I'll be the caddy driver. But then yeah. even that, I'm like, oh God. So it was just never interactive enough for me. And then we started, like when I went to Ocean Grove, because I try to go down there as well to take a break from Melbourne fast paced life. He's like, oh, do you, and we'll you with- speak so fast. I, really I love do. it so much. He's like, I'm so excited. Oh. All the ideas, all the things. I'm like, no one speaks as fast as I do, but I think you might. I think I win. And I, met I think someone, you do win. I just met someone the other day and they were speaking like really fast and I actually couldn't get a word in. I was like, oh, oh my God, I've met my match. This is so cool. And I apologize for all the listeners that if you did not understand a word I've said through this whole no, podcast. It's ama- yeah, you can just slow it down. You know, on an <laughs> Apple podcast, you can make it oh, like, really? yeah, you can do half oh speed. My God, we need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so went down to Ocean Grove with Jake's brother and partner and we just played golf and it was the best two hours oh. I've ever had. And now every time I go down there, I'm like, Jake, when are we playing mini golf? <laughs> He's like, really? I'm like, yes. And then I get a little bit competitive oh, and like, so much fun, it was so, so good. It just kind of just brings you back to reality and, and life and brings you back down to earth. And you're like, you're allowed to have joy in the yeah. interim of running a crazy growing business. You like, have to have and joy. And I truly forget about that because it's all about getting, you know, from zero, zero to hero in like this amount of time and mm. there's all these false projections and like timelines that you have to, you know, abide by. But it's like 
that's in my own mind. Like no one's saying, Priscilla, you need to be here this time on this date. But yeah, that's just like my own pressure. You've imposed that on yourself. And the other thing I always have to come back to is even if there is a deadline that's external, even if it's not us and it's like a supplier or it's, you know, some external customer or something, like if, if our nature of products don't get to people like no one dies like it's not the end of the world like if you're sick there's no real reason why like doctors and surgeons like they still have to kind of go to work but we're like like get some perspective like if you're unwell you know it's fine (laughs) one extra day if the order doesn't get out today and it goes out tomorrow and it's still an express order like yeah you know and true uh, yeah but I think I've always just been so accommodating to people and now to my customers like mm. I always want to make sure their orders are out within 24 hours yeah. like <laughs> they've got it like their emails are responded to within 24 hours like everything's like instant like but then again that also puts pressure and expectation for then if I can't get it to them like people are like they've, um, they've started I to I haven't heard yeah totally but yeah so it's just definitely creating boundaries and I think now as I build out my expert team which I'm so grateful for the people that I've I'm connecting with and meeting along the way it's just amazing and I use we a lot and everyone's like oh do you have another is there another founder like is there another <laughs> partner like but it's we because I it's not just me like I yes create a banger body I've been able to bring this idea to life but without the people around me and the amazing team that I have it would not be where it is today mm-hmm. and I give great appreciation to that so for me it's definitely bringing it back down to earth to know that there's other people out there that are suffering from illnesses or you know things that are out of their control mm-hmm. and they would wish to have an extra day or whatever and here I am you know just work 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 and not actually taking time out even on a Sunday which I try to just have a chill Same. Netflix relax day. I call it slot Sunday <laughs> oh to encourage everyone else <laughs> to do that. it because it's like every time zone in the world is on a weekend oh, on a Sunday. Every time I zone, like that. there is no reason why you can't just rest. Yeah, you're gonna hold up. You're gonna hold that again, like to me now. Like yeah. Sunday is gonna. I'll, be, I'll call oh, you and be like, "Are you? Silla, are you like passed away? out on the couch?" <laughs> because that makes you better. Yeah. Every uh, or the six other days of the week are way more productive yeah. if you just take one of them off. Yeah. So like, what? It's such a good. Like, is there a better bargain? There's no better bargain oh. than just like take one day, get six better days. Yeah. Or it's seven kind of half-assed days because you're exhausted and also you're stale. Like oh, your ideas get stale. You don't rejuvenate either, and your mind starts to play tricks on you. Yeah. And my mum's like, like she. So funny. She's like, Priscilla, you need to take a break. I'm like, no, mum, I'm, I'm like super busy. She's like, you haven't left that computer screen since like eight o'clock this morning, and I've gone to work, come home, and you're still on that computer yeah, screen. You have not moved She's or like, showered. So, no, so <laughs> change your clothes. <laughs> you're still in your pajamas. No. Um, so she's like, now every week we're going to do KX Pilates, like reformer, like do something, like you need go for a walk, walk the dogs, just you know. book it in. And I've got two dogs, and they constantly like <laughs> sit next to me while I work, and I just look at them and I go, oh, I just want to play with you, or I just want to take you for a walk, and I just can't, and I'm like. But why can't I? Like, yeah. I can. Yeah. So it's just changing the mindset. But I think, too, definitely when you have that extra support around you where you can free up your time and really mm. prioritise, um, I'll be able to get into a routine and a rhythm. Totally. Because at the moment, especially for the first year, it's just like all systems go. Oh, yeah. Working out everything and be accommodating so just yeah and to be fair to yourself like the first six months to a year is the building phase it's the yeah. phase where if there's ever a time when you really do want to just put in a little bit extra you mm-hmm. you will fall into a routine and you will learn to give yourself permission but that's a learning thing in itself like you, no one starts their business going I'm so balanced like I know how to get myself time off <laughs> yeah. it takes a little bit of burnout first oh yeah for you to realize that you, you don't even want it at the start so yeah. t- you're still in the very early days so do not no, be sure. too hard on yourself no, try not to be. <laughs> <laughs> so second last question just to finish up what are the three Three interesting things about you that don't normally come up in conversation. Oh, well, I think I said them in terms of like 
but I'll try to change it up. But besides the colouring in. Yeah. Um, Your full name's a good one. Oh, yeah. So I've got a really long name, like full name on my birth certificate, which my mum and dad thought that they should just, you know, give me. Just keep, gift, be gift, you different. Yeah, gift me with the whole alphabet, Yeah, <laughs> um, which is Priscilla Louise Stilianu Hadji and Tony. So, yes. Amazing. <laughs> that is almost the whole alphabet. That's What's Hadji and Tony's, um, like, heritage? So a Greek background. Oh. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. How many letters is that? Oh, my God. Does that even so fit what? on, the, like, the passport form? No. Yeah, mine doesn't either. No. <laughs> I'm always having to write up a little bit and then yeah. down and try to squish it all in. I just squish between boxes. I'm yeah. like, oh. Um, okay, so that's one. And then, oh, good question. Um, Do you have any like allergies or party tricks or what uh, else? Like pet peeves? Oh, well, I'm a really fast walker. So And fast talker. And a fast talker. <laughs> so I don't mind when people talk slow because it brings me to talk slow, yeah. which I actually don't mind at times because I'm like, oh. Cause that's, so growing up, I always felt that that was a little bit of an insecurity I had, like talking oh, fast. To like fill the space. To fill the space. Like I don't know actually where it comes from. Like sometimes I'll I talk. I think you're excited, that's why. Yeah, I think I'm like just got an excited personality. But <laughs> Jake, like, Jake would be like, babe, just calm down. And I would feel like so like, oh, okay, like weird about it. Then I'm just like, it's always been like a little bit of an insecurity, but then people oh. but then when I meet people they're like no that's like it's the amazing. best part of you and I'm like okay you're so energetic I'm the yeah. same like Nick's quite a slow talker oh that's Jake he just takes his time and he's quiet <laughs> yes and I'm just like <laughs> and he's like oh my god why are we getting married <laughs> I'm like because we balance each other out so good when people are at really dinner true. with us they need a bit of both <laughs> <laughs> for sure and I think so that's yeah been something that I've really been mindful of but definitely like walking fast like I'll be in a shopping center and like try to <laughs> I'm the same. And like when, even when we're traveling, <laughs> my mom or someone will be like behind yeah. me, like looking at the scenery and I'm like power, power through. Like, like oh, I've seen it. Up. I can see it. <laughs> I can't walk slow. Like it actually no, is hard for me. Yeah. It's, it's really tough. Like, yeah. And that's why when my little um, <laughs> like nephews, they're walking because they've got little legs. I like when we go for a walk, I like try to be at their pace and I'm just like trying to pull them along to like, come on. <laughs> um, that was great. One thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've got a third. Or was that a third? I think that was a third. Okay, cool. Yeah, colouring's yeah. colouring in is a good, one. a good one. Yeah. And final question: What's your favourite quote? Oh, I love so many quotes, but I think like I've lived by one particular quote, which is I don't even know if it's a quote, but learning is growing. Yeah, like that's I've beautiful. Always, that's such a good motto. Yeah, like I've always just lived by that because I've never aimed to be the smartest person in the room. Like it's never. Oh my god, am I going to sneeze? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Sorry if I do sneeze. Um, I yeah. think if you're the smartest person in the wrong in the room, you're in, in the, the wrong, wrong room. room. Yeah, like I've just never been that person to be the know-it-all. Mm. Like I've always wanted to expand my horizon. I think that's why I completed so many courses and like tried to learn different things. And I listened to a heap of podcasts. Like I just any resource or knowledge or tip or you know anything that I can use or learn or leverage. Like for me, that's amazing because. If you're not learning, you can't progress and you can't totally. really develop in yourself, your business, your work environment, your relationship, career, relationship, everything. everything. So I've really oh, lived by that. That's yeah, beautiful. You can tell, and I love that about you. Thank and I'm just you. so excited about everything oh, that's coming next. So, amazing. can we know about the products that are coming out, Ooh, or can we sign up? Like, what? Yes. How can people be the first to know if it's a secret? Definitely. So, jumping onto the website, signing up, or subscribing to the mailing list. Yeah, um, I'll pop get, a link in the show notes. Yes, you'll get little sneak peeks on what's to come, and even maybe 
um, early discounts <gasps> or like giveaways or something really special happening for the um, launch. So okay. that's really exciting. And they're both launching at the same time. We yeah, we're going to launch two Ooh. products at the same time, um, which are quite complementary to which I actually didn't go back to, which I'll which I know we're wrapping up, but I'll just quickly say, so the firming body lotion is now a firming lotion for your face and your body, multi-purpose. Oh, yeah. oh my god! From all the reviews and results, so two weeks after launch, we had, using two, it anyway. we had about 100 women um, email, DM, comment, say, I've just used it on my face um, for acne and my redness and breakouts have reduced overnight. You need to promote this for face your as face well. as well. And because we had mentioned previously, we had developed the product to be all things, yeah. like as a base, because it's natural, vegan, cruelty-free. Like we knew it would be perfectly okay for the face, um, but we just didn't know the extent. Like we, I used it for my face, but I thought, oh, we'll just bring out <laughs> another product. But then that really bridged another gap of multi-purpose use yeah. um, in products. So we've now... <laughs> tick. Tick. So now the brand is multi-purpose, yeah, firming, anti-aging, and, pro- you know, to help resolve and... Um, improve skin concerns so the next products are also multi-purpose multi-benefit and they complement the yellow tube of goodness really well oh my gosh yes I'm, so are they yellow? stay tuned um we're doing different shades of yellow <gasps> yeah oh my, 50 shades of yellow yeah well, it could be <laughs> but um yeah we wanted to keep the theme of you know the what yellow um really communicates yeah. and is really sentimental to summer and happiness and the best time like of life i guess like i love being in, it's in, very at uplifting the beach. time it's of very year. Up, yeah, it is. Oh, how exciting. So, yeah, we wanted to stick with the theme but still being able to identify what the products were um, easily. Amazing. Yeah. Well, at the time that this comes out, it will be probably either out or oh, a week away a week or away. a couple of days away. Yes. So, yeah, have a look in the show notes and swipe up to make sure you're the first to know. So excited. Yay. Thanks so much Thank for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. This was you're amazing. A, oh, and just you're amazing. Congratulations Thank on everything. You, you too. I'm here with a podcast. <laughs> amazing. No, Oh my god, it's all just oh. happened so fast. And but. I just remember like listening from the very beginning and when you first did your Instagram account when you know you <laughs> Oh my god, like, yeah, when I had one follower and I was like, I was just like Hey is, guys. Your journey's <laughs> just been absolutely incredible oh, and it, you honestly you. are a highlight in my day. So oh, and that's thank you it's so amazing. Much. So keep doing it because it just helps so many people like oh. uplift their day. Oh yeah. well I'm sure you just helped a lot of people through this episode. Oh, so thank, thank you so you. much for your time. Welcome. And I'm so excited. <laughs> Ah, she is a bundle of energy, that one. I think we almost squeezed two hours worth of chatting into this episode. (laughs) Would be so grateful, as always, if you could screenshot, share and tag at bangin, B-A-N-G-N, dot body and myself or the CZA page. We love seeing what you take away for your yay. I can't believe we're into that last stretch of the year. I hope you're all having a beautiful lead up to the festive season. And yes, you might have heard two episodes ago that I'm writing a Seize the Yay book, which has progressed quite a lot up here in Byron on our little mini moon. So if there's anything you'd like me to cover, just shoot me a DM or email. I would love to hear your thoughts. Hope you're having an amazing day and a seizing your yay.